Well, we're here. <laughs> we are here. Welcome to the Young and Love podcast. This is a podcast where being young in love has absolutely nothing to do with your age and love, but has all to do with your maturity and your growth in love over time. We talk about all things love and relationships here, and we branch them off, or I branch them off, I guess I'm the only person here, right? I branch them off in three different sections. The first section is our spiritual love. The second one is our love with others, whether that be relationships that we have, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, fiance, fiance, or relationships with our parents, with our siblings, with our friends, with our cousins, so on and so forth. And then the last strand that we talk about here, uh, which is probably always counted as a second um, most important relationship, is a relationship that we have with ourselves. I always like to say and I always like to think I am no good to you if I am no good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am cheesing super hard if you're watching this on YouTube, then you know that I've been cheesing hard the entire introduction because this is the first official episode of this podcast. And real quick, I just want to be super transparent and let you know that all this podcast equipment, you can't really see. There's a light here. I actually do like the, the box showing here. But there's a light here, there's a light here, there's a light here, there's a light right here, there's a laptop here, there's a podcast mic and a podcast stand, a podcast stand here, there's a recorder, I don't, I forget, a mixer. The, the, the audio is going to switch. Now there's a mixer because I didn't have it on the entire time. Anyway, that relates to the reason why I was smiling and it's because this is the first episode that I'm filming of this podcast and I'm laughing because I had all this equipment probably a year, between a year and a year and a half, a year and a year and a half ago, um, because I knew that I would have a podcast. It was always named the Young and Love podcast. I just didn't know how to start it. And so one day randomly plopped plopped up the camera and I filmed a video and I told God that this video gets 20,000 views in seven days. I will, I will march on and I, I will, I will do this podcast thing. And in seven days, it got a million views. And so I was like, oh, I guess I got, I guess I really got to do this podcast. Um, guess I really got to do this podcast thing now, huh? So we're here and we're doing the thing. Today's episode, as you can tell by the title, um, is an episode that I want to start off with because I think it's something that a lot of people might be dealing with, especially in my age. But really, I feel like you kind of deal with, you can deal with this um, all throughout your life. And it is a it is a episode topic that is very relevant to the timing in my life that I'm kind of dealing with right now. Um, And it's about being alive on purpose. I think a lot of us I think a lot of people are alive and struggling with finding purpose. I think a lot of people are alive um, and just facing the challenge of not just not only can you not identify what your purpose is, but since you haven't identified it. It kind of feels like you're living life in a void. You're living life in a void that feels purposeless. I don't necessarily feel purposeless, but I have made some pretty drastic changes. Um, two major drastic changes in my life that are attached to purpose. The first thing is me sitting in this. I mean, all of it really is me sitting in this apartment right now. At the top of this year, I moved out on my own. Um not only did I move out on my own, but I decided to move 25, 25. I decided to move six hours away from home. Um, in addition to that, I quit a job. <laughs> I quit a job at a company that I had kind of worked my way through the ranks a little bit where I first started at um, and kind of gave, not 
and kind of gave up all of that because it didn't feel attached to my purpose. Um, the church that I was going to at the time, loved the people there, loved the church there, um, but didn't really feel attached to my purpose. And once I turned 25, I kind of made the decision in myself that I was not going to do anything at all. I don't care um, who was involved, didn't care if it was a relationship, if it was a job, um, if it did not serve my purpose, then I committed to myself that I was not going to serve it. And so I am in an interesting season of my life trying to define what exactly my purpose is. Um, and I think that as we go along throughout this first season, which will just consist of eight episodes, um, it'll kind of highlight and identify what season I felt like I was in before I turned 25 and then the season that I'm in as 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 a moving forward in life. And so although I have defined or at least I've identified the path of what my purpose feels like, I think if we were all to be honest, there are some people who struggle with as crazy as it might sound. There are some people who struggle with being alive because for them, there is no clarity in what their purpose in life is like waking up every day, the day to day interactions that they have either feel repetitive every single day or it all just feels like a blur altogether. And I hope that you never feel so overwhelmed or literally so depressed into the lack of identifying or feeling that you don't have any purpose. I hope you don't get so overwhelmed in that, that you forget the quest of identifying who you are and what you were created on this earth for. I don't think our purpose in life just falls out of the sky. I think it is, I think it is an actual quest that we have to go on to identify what exactly we, we are here for and then how do we achieve the execution of whatever that purpose is that we have. But before we get too deep into this conversation, I want to play a game. Um, and this game that we are going to play this week is called Roses and Thorns. Wherever you're watching this at, you can participate with me in the comment section below. Um, there, it's called Thorns, Thorns and Roses. I'm sorry. Thorns and Roses. You can participate in the comment section below. Tell me what your thorn was this week. What was the aggravation? What was the aggravation that you felt like you had to deal with this week? The thing that probably hurt, the thing that aggravated you, the thing that you could have done without. And then what was the rose of this week? What was the thing that was sweet? The thing that was nice? The thing that you enjoyed? Um, today is Tuesday. Um, I have Bible study in half an hour. Oh my gosh. Um... <laughs> Let's see. My thorn this week was my thorn this week. If I'm honest, I forgot to pay my car note um, last month. And so I ended up having to pay last month's car note and this month's car note together, um, which seems like a simple thing. But I actually spent the money <laughs> that was supposed to go to that car note. Um, I don't know on what, I don't even know how I missed the fact that I forgot to pay it because it's not on auto pay. But anyway, um, I got a call from the bank today while I was at Starbucks and they were like, bro, you got a car from us and we gave you a loan for that car. You need to make the payment on the car. Um, so I had to double up my payment, which luckily, you know, God is nice to me. <laughs> um, so I was able to go ahead and just pay it. But my thorn was that I wish I would have just been more responsible with my finances and paid the bill when it was due. My roles for this week is actually, uh, actually I have two, I have two. My roles, my first roles for this week is one, I'm doing this podcast, which feels like 
I don't want to call it a dream come true. That seems a little bit extra, but it is kind of like something that I feel like God gave to me. Um, and now it like it's starting to all come together and starting to all make sense. Um, getting comments and DMs every single day of people asking me, where can I find this podcast that I, I was literally, you have to create the podcast. It, it's, it's a whole setup process that you have to go through to, to create the podcast before you start uploading things. Um, and I went on Spotify and on Apple, I think like two days ago, and there's already people who were following me on there and I haven't even mentioned that I have this. Um, but obviously if you see it on TikTok and you're wondering where can I find this podcast, you would search my name and podcast and it pops and it pops up. Um, but that has been my rose. That's my first rose for this week. My second rose is a very special friend to me celebrated her birthday. Um, actually her birthday is today. And I wanted to do this thing where I was like, oh, you know, we'll celebrate your birthday as soon as soon as it drops. I'll call you on FaceTime. You'll have a cake. I'll, I'll have a cake. But I waited extremely too late for it. But I ended up door dashing a dessert to her house. And I went to Walmart and I grabbed a cupcake and I put the cupcake. I put the candles in the cupcake and I sing happy birthday. Um, yeah, that that was a rose for me. I like creating memories. And that was a memory that we got to create. To, that was a memory. Um, of her birthday that we got to create together. And so that was, that meant a lot to me. Um, and it meant a lot to her as well. So that was nice. Um, but yeah, let me know what your thorns are. Let me know what your roses are down in the comment section below. I, I will do my best to respond to what your thorns and what your roses are. But I really, really genuinely do hope that everybody had a good week um, this far. And I hope that you all had more roses or more experiences of roses in your life than um, the thorns. There's actually a scripture in the Bible and it says that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. And so I think that shifting to this podcast episode today, I think that when we look at our thorns and roses, not just from these past seven days, but even the thorns and roses that we've experienced in our life, that every single bad part of our life and every single good part of our life, they all shape, they all work together for the good that God has called us to. And I think the good that God has called us to is one is our ultimate purpose that we were created for. Um, but secondly, is our individual purpose that we were created for. What do you say to the person who doesn't feel that the good things or the bad things are working for their good at all? What do you do? One of one of one of the first Bible lessons that I taught at my church or at my at my home church um, was what do you do? The, literally, the topic goes, what do you do? Dot, dot, dot. What do you do when the good things that the Bible talks about feels completely opposite of what you see currently in your life? What do you do when everybody else seems to be following their dreams and living out their dreams and finding their purpose? And you feel like you are so behind in life. Everybody else has a car. Everybody else has their license. Everybody else is moving out. Everybody else is in nice relationships. Everybody else has children. Um, everybody else has college de degrees. What do you do when you are not where you want to be when at the same time you're surrounded by people who are in the places and have the possessions of things that you would like to have? I think the first thing to do is to stop and to take a second and to realize what you do have. I think that we it is so easy to be consumed with the negative things that people say. It's so easy to be consumed with the negative things that we see in our life um, that we don't always appreciate as much 
the positive things that we do have in life. Somebody today was texting, I, I was texting back and forth with them and they were saying how they feel so behind, they're in college right now and how they feel so behind in life. And although their feelings might be 100% justified based, based on the conversation that we had, but the reality is this person is in college. This person had a debt that had to be paid. That was a pretty, a pretty nice amount of money that had to be paid. Um, in some way, somehow, people were able to come through to make sure this person was covered in those expenses. Um, and just different, different aspect, different aspects of things that this person needed or wanted that they have today right now. And I think that because the negative things sometimes cloud us or they stand bigger um, than the positive things and the positive attributes that we have in life, I think we oftentimes miscount all the good things that we have that are pushing us towards our purpose. And we, and we, and we highlight and we highlight the negative thing so much more. And I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest, I'll keep it a book. When I, I know that this might seem so, I don't know if this seems shallow or not, um, but the comments that I get on TikTok, I'm going to say about 90, I'm, I'm going to be honest, actually, about 99.8 of those were always positive comments when I was doing the other kind of content that I was doing, highlighting problems that women in the world go through. When I shifted over to this kind of content, it maybe went to like 98% were all positive and then 2% were negative. And I'll be honest, those negative comments, I can remember them verbatim more than I can remember any positive comment that I had. I don't know why our brains are wired like that. I don't know why we see negativity in a way that stands out more than positivity. But I think that we have to actively remember that not only am I alive for a purpose, when those negative feelings or those negative emotions start to come up, not only am I alive for a purpose, but I am alive on purpose. I think that I think that we have these negative thoughts and I think that if we were not supposed to be here, if we were not meant for some greater purpose in our life that then according to then according to my faith, according to what I believe that we wouldn't have any purpose to serve, we wouldn't be on this earth, we wouldn't be on this world if we were not here to serve any purpose. And oftentimes I th- and sometimes I think that we have to remember that sometimes our purpose in life is to serve people who one will never see and then two, for people who we just can't see right now, that we'll have children, we'll have husbands and wives that that are attached to our purpose. And because we might not know those people right now, we might not have children right, right now, we might not be married or in relationships right now. Um, I think over time, as we learn, as we grow and as we develop, our purpose will be pulled out of us um, and it'll be impactful. But we don't always see what we are to impact right now. But I absolutely get, I absolutely understand the person who might say or the person who might think that like, I would rather, there was a time in my life, if if I'll be super, super transparent, there was a time in my life where I, there was a time in my life where I had suicidal thoughts. But there was also a time in my life where I just did not understand what my purpose was. I didn't feel like I served any purpose. I felt like being alive was a waste of time and not that I necessarily wanted to and not that I was necessarily suicidal I was just like waking up seems so pointless like being alive seems so pointless but I promise you if I, if I can give one of the greatest pieces of of advice or one of the greatest pieces of wisdom that I've learned um from that point until now is that it eventually starts to make sense what you're here for 
eventually starts to make sense. The purpose that you will serve eventually starts to make sense. The people even that you will serve eventually starts to make sense. Like the greatest advice is just live. <laughs> like literally what what whatever your circumstance in life is right now, of course, we are always trying to progress and get to the next best thing, but learn how to live and enjoy the moments of life that you have right now so that when it is time to serve your purpose, you are not drained, um, you are not confused, you are not serving from 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 a place of hostility, but because you've learned how to enjoy, but because you have learned how to enjoy your life in the moments where somebody else might look at you and be like, I don't know how you're enjoying that. I don't know how you're going through that. I think when you will learn how to enjoy those moments, then when you get to a moment where your purpose, where, where literally I'm looking around where everything starts to make sense, where the lighting is here. I Now I realize why I had these lights all these time, all this time. Now I realize why I bought this podcast equipment, why I bought this system um, in a time where like having a podcast didn't make sense. I think when you learn to live and to enjoy the moments in life, that you'll eventually get to a point in life where you'll look around at the things that you accumulated in your enjoyment you look around and eventually you'll be like dang like this all like i'm glad that i listened i'm glad that i was obedient i'm glad that i spent some time and i enjoyed my life even in the time where it didn't make sense i'm glad that i still allowed my dreams to dream i'm, I'm glad that i still allowed myself to dream i'm glad that i still allowed myself to hope i'm glad that i still allowed myself to vision to envision myself in a different place even when it didn't make sense even when I didn't understand what exactly my purpose was going to be, I'm glad that I still enjoyed those moments of life because now eventually you will be in a place where you'll look around. It will all like it It all makes sense. And I, I think that for people and I, I think that for good people. Yeah. But I, I think that for the people of God, people who really believe in God, like it always works out. There has never been a situation that I've been in. There has never been a prayer that I had, whether God was faithful enough to me to give me exactly what I was asking for or whether God was faithful enough to me to give me something different. That was not what I was asking for. It has always worked out for me. And I think that for the believer, especially, I think that for I, I remember I remember hearing somebody say that you will never. Her name is Dawn Brunson. I remember hearing her say you can never beat God at giving. Like no, I I no matter when when I look back and I think about how much I served my home church, like the years that I put in and the things that I did, I, I I'm so confident in God. I am so confident in God's ability to give back to me, not just like financially, not just even now today, but when I get married, I'm so I I'm so invested in the future of my marriage. I'm so invested in the future of having children. I'm so invested in the future of just living my life. Even before I get married, even after I get married, I'm so invested in it because I put in all this time and I know that I've been serving a God literally all of my, literally all of my life who is more faithful in giving than I can ever be, who has more abundance to give than I ever have to give, who has more resources to give than I ever have to give, like the ability to give at all. I think you'll listen to this and you'll probably be encouraged, but like a week from now, You'll still you might still be in the place that you were when this episode first started. But I think that we have to constantly remind ourselves. I want to just jump back to I just want to jump back to real quick. You can't be God at giving. There's a scripture. There's a scripture that my youth director used to say to us all the time. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And so when I talk about that, I served my church giving all that time. That was literally the action of me seeking first the kingdom of God. There were other things that I could have did. I, I don't mean like 
other things that I could have thought of doing. I mean, like there were other things that I was invited to do. And as a sacrifice, I was like, nah, you know, I have church or, um, you know, just, just different things that I could have, I could have slept in on a Sunday. Cause I like to sleep in sleeping is great. Sleeping is nice. I enjoy sleeping. I could have slept in all those Sundays and decided, no, I'm not going to serve. I could have said no to all the things that I was asked to do. Um, but because I was so invested in that scripture, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you because I was so invested in that and really just genuinely seeking first the kingdom of God. He literally all the other all, I, I can recall and recount to you all the things that I prayed for that God is faithful. There are some things I don't see right now, but I still have hope. I still have faith um, that God is faithful enough to bring those things to pass. And so I think that you can listen to this episode And you can be encouraged and you can feel confident. But a week later, the reality, you know, starts to set back in an hour later. The reality starts to set back in when you close your laptop, you close the phone out, you get, you know, you get in your room and you walk back into the setting that put you in those that put you in a feeling of depression anyway. But I think that we have to constantly remind ourselves that it always works out. Like, I mean, you literally have to wake up. Every morning, put it on a sticky note, put it as your screen. Literally, my screen savior right now says everything is easy for God. I think that when we start to remind ourselves who we are, we start to remind ourselves that there is a light at the end of this tunnel. We start to remind ourselves that like this situation is terrible, but it, it won't last always. I think when we actually remind ourselves constantly that life gets better. And I think that when we remind ourselves that my purpose is bigger than my depression, my purpose is bigger than my confusion. I think that when we start to understand and to know that and to know that like it'll all make sense and the timing that it's supposed to make sense, when we know those things, we'll be able to live and to operate in a way in life where we enjoy where we are now, even when it doesn't make sense. And then we'll get to a place where we eventually get to see that like it all, it all worked out. It all worked out, man. It all works out. I'm telling you, it always works out. I'm for the I, I, I'm I'm telling you, it always works out. It always and I, I think that for some people it works out fast. For other people, it works out not fast, it works out slow. <laughs> um, but I, I really do th- I can look at every single situation in my life and tell you that God has been faithful, it always works out. And I think it always works out when you are on the path that you're supposed to be on. And when you put in the work to get to that path, I I don't think you just wait. I don't think you could just wake up and say it's going to work out and go back to bed and, you know, just sit in a pit of depression. But I think that when you get up and you take accountability, you take responsibility to making your life um, to, to, to doing the things that you were supposed to do in life, to doing the things that bring you closer to your purpose. I think when you wake up. And make up your mind that like, nope, I'm going to do what it takes. I think then um, you'll start to put yourself on a path of it all making sense that it all works out in the end. You are alive on purpose. I am alive on purpose. You are alive with purpose. I am alive with purpose. And though it might not seem like it, though, whatever the dream, the vision, the promise um, is for you, though it might be hanging in the balance or it might just feel like, oh, I don't, I don't see it right now. Um, know that if you were doing the right thing, that if you were taking the time to enjoy the, the, the phase of life or the part of life that you're in right now, that it will all work out 
And I think that when you wake up and you make that your mantra every day, that it all works out. When you speak positive things, even in the light of, of negative situations, I think that when you speak those positive things, then like you have no other option but to follow up with the things that you're speaking out of your mouth. And so I hope that if you are in a place where you struggle with identifying what your purpose is, I hope you at least learn what the path is that leads you to your purpose. And I hope that you learn how to still be able to enjoy life while you're searching for what that purpose is. I hope that you're reminded I said this a thousand times. I hope that you're reminded that in the end, it all works out. If when you, I think I think that if you're good, and according to my faith, that if you believe in God, um, then you have to believe that it like it, it it's all going to work out. It's all going to get better. And if you're a person who feels like you know what your purpose is and you've been chasing it, but like it's not making sense, the results, which I'll be saying, the results aren't resulting. <laughs> I think that if you are a person who's actively chasing out after your purpose and you feel like the results aren't resulting um even in that still i hope that you don't give up i hope that you continue listen go back to the drawing board my, one of my pastors at my church right now preached a sermon a few weeks ago and the topic was pivot and i think that sometimes um pivoting does not mean that you leave your purpose P pivoting does not mean that you lose your purpose sometimes you just have to pivot the plan that gets you to your purpose you have to take a detour detours always get us to the same destination um, so be encouraged. This is the first episode. This is a little fun. It's a little scary because, oh, there's, there's nobody in this room. So I was, I was going to say, I feel like people are watching me, but nobody's watching me. <laughs> nobody's watching me because there's nobody in this room. But so if you enjoyed this episode, episode, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you like, I would love to hear what y'all, what y'all have to say down in the comment section below. I would love to have some conversations down there. So make sure you comment down below. Let me know if you have any, any tips or any comments on living on purpose or being alive um, with purpose. Or if you have a struggle and you just have some questions that either I can answer or I can direct you to a link that can answer, or maybe somebody in the comment section has been through what you've been through and, and they have some answers on what you could do to kind of make it out of the rut and out of the pit um, that you're in. Thank you guys for watching the Young in Love podcast. Again, you can find us visually and audibly, I guess, um, on YouTube. You can look in the description of wherever you're watching this and the YouTube link will be there. Otherwise, you can find us everywhere else that podcasts are streamed. And make sure, the important part, make sure you're following me on Instagram. The Dairy is coming to. Until next time. Good day, governor. I just filmed an episode of a podcast. That's crazy to me. It's crazy. Tis is crazy. Oh, wow. Church started five minutes ago. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta log in to church. Log in. Log in to church. Log in. Where is the remote? I don't know. Do I need a thumbnail?